0: Hey everyone, I would like to thank you all for joining me as we walk through the strange paradiso. I want to start off with um, a question that someone asked me recently. Do I believe in time travel? You know, I kind of do. And one of the reasons is because When you start talking about time travel around certain people, they kind of, um, first of all, may look at you like you're a wackadoodle and things like that. But it seems that there are so many things that are hidden from the general population for whatever reason. I mean, in the case of time travel, I could understand while it is perhaps suppressed, you know, that information is not let out there. Um I certainly think it's a possibility. And there have been people who have come forward and said that they are time travelers. Now I'm not I'm not sitting here and telling you guys that I believe these people just because they say so, okay? Just because they're coming out and saying that they're time travelers. It's not like that. But I there is a part of me that does believe that um it is a real possibility. So, I mean, when you think about the scientific realm, okay, people, these scientists and all of these um, very, very, I mean, the they have intelligence that's really beyond our world, kind of like, and um, they know about things like quantum physics and so on. So, yeah, I have to say part of me does... Believe that there is uh, time travel, but um, I don't know how far into the future they could go, I don't know how far in the past they would be able to go. And time travel into the future that is something that kind of uh, boggles my mind because I think the future is something that hasn't happened yet, so how could you? go there. If it's, it hasn't happened, you know, it's like, I cannot get my mind to like accept that concept. I know there's something that I'm probably missing in all of this. But um, yeah, in the future, I I don't know. But I do think it's a possibility, okay? So, with that being said, um, moving on, there have been some, like, really, like, I mean, we all know that there is a lot of strange stuff that goes on out there, and uh, we hear about stories, we hear about experiences all the time, people come forward and um, will tell us about and so on, but... I've got one today that is like I I don't know how I would categorize this. I really I I was thinking about it and um I don't know what category this would be in. It's just a very very like super strange experience. And um before I go into it, I'm going to save this actually for a little bit later in today's um show. But I want to say that the person who shared this with me is very credible. This person um, I have known for a few years and um, I speak to this person quite often. Very credible, very um, stable, not, he's not a, crazy person or anything like that. So the fact that um, it took so long for this person to um, share this with me is for one of the reasons is because this person said, I cannot tell anyone this story. I cannot tell anyone what happened to me because if I did, they would have just tried to probably try to put me away. He said, because I have thought about it many, many times. He said, and I still cannot get over it to this day. But I'm going to share that with you in a little bit. Okay. So what I'm going to start off with, first of all, And I know that I talk about this quite often, but for me, it answers a lot of questions, okay? But I want to talk about a parallel universe. And now this is something that I have experienced recently. So those of you who have been with me for some time may have heard me talking about some places that I have traveled to, like when I'm asleep, when I'm dreaming, I have gone to a couple of places where um, I've been there like quite a few times. One of them is like a um, like in the Los Angeles area, but it's a different version of Los Angeles. I mean, I'm very familiar with LA, and this location that I dream about, or travel to in my dream state sometimes is like familiar in a way, but it's different because, and it's LA. So I think that it's in a different universe. Okay. So I might have a dream about this place or travel to this place. Maybe, I mean, it's not very often. I've probably been there maybe about four times in my entire life. But I remember it. And if I was a person who could draw, I would be able to draw this place. The freeways are the main thing that I recall that are different than in L.A., as well as some of the buildings and structures, okay? But, um, but yet, it is L.A. Just, I believe, it's in a different realm all right so there's another place that is um, in texas and it is along spid okay okay which is in corpus christi so spid is um south padre island drive i used to live there quite a few years ago and at the time There were like, um, I don't know, a few stores on the sides, you know, of this particular highway. And then there was a lot of nothing. It would take you to a place that they were just building at the time, like a housing community. Um, It was called Flower Bluff. Now this goes back, okay, this is like in the 80s. But I can recall what it looked like at the time. So after that, maybe after I had been gone from that area for about five years, I kind of like revisited it in my dream state, all right? So I can't tell you guys why I would go there because I really did not like the area at the time. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but at the time, all I wanted to do was come back to California. So I have actually, been to that area maybe three times since I left there. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in my dreams when I have traveled, call it whatever you want, astral travel, whatever. But while it is SPID, it is a different version. And I have seen this different version, like I said, probably about three times. And I have not lived in that area since, um, I mean, it's been a long time, guys, since I've been there. I'm going to say 1985, okay? So that shows you how long ago it was, the last time I was there. So, like I said, every so often, I find myself in that area. And I know where I am, okay, in this whatever you want to call it in this alternate reality, all right? So last night I revisited some place. Now I really don't know where it is like as far as here. I can't say, "Oh, this is a shopping center in um Rancho Cucamonga or I mean anywhere. San Diego, because I really don't know. All I know is that I have been to this place that I traveled to probably about maybe I mean these things are so random. Okay, probably I'm gonna just go ahead and say about about five times in my entire life. So it's so strange because while I don't go to these places all the time. And I don't think about these places every so often. I'm back there. It's not a reoccurring dream because it, there's too much time space in between. So all I know is that I was walking. And I was walking down this straight road, like, you know, down the sidewalk. And someone asked me where I was going. Now, I didn't see this person, okay? I just answered. And I said... I'm going to shop. So the next thing I know, I see the area up ahead. And all at once, it becomes very familiar to me. And I'm thinking, oh, I've been here like quite a few times. But now there's something different. So as I approach it, there was a store kind of like in front of me, but a little bit off to the right. And it was big, okay? It was a big store, like a department store. And as I'm walking towards it, because that was like my destination. I was going to go shopping at this store, whatever it was. And I stopped and I stood there and I looked at it. Because all of a sudden, I realized that it was no longer a department store. It was something else, like like a big hardware store like a big warehouse you know of tools and stuff and i'm standing there looking at it and somebody comes alongside of me and says it's no longer a uh, clothing retail outlet and i was just standing there like yeah i see that but like when did that happen and they said this person whoever it was because i did not see this person said oh it happened when everything else started like to go down a lot of the shops closed up and then i realized that there were a few closed stores in this little shopping center it was an outdoor shopping center and it was um it didn't have like any type of like, on one side of the street there's this, on the other the side of the street is that, no. This was a like a retail center, but the stores were all like um here and there. There was really no straight, like sidewalk that you walked down. They were not in rows. They were just t- kind of scattered, these little shops. And I recall seeing a lot of them that were familiar to me from the other times that I had been there, and they were closed. But the one store, the main store, had a lot of bright lights. What it looked like to me is that it was at at one time like a two-story department store, but... With a lot of windows. It was freestanding. It was not in a mall. And then I just. You know I was so disappointed. So I turned around. And I started walking back. The way I came from. So. When I. Came back. And I um, woke up. And I was thinking. Wherever this is. Okay, because I know that this place really does exist, maybe not in our realm, but it does exist somewhere, and I'm, talk- I'm not talking about even on our earth, I'm talking about in a separate reality from ours, even though it's similar, it's not our reality, that we are in every moment of the day. So I was disappointed. I'm walking back and then it's getting dark, you know? And then, like I said, I woke up and then I was thinking about this. So anyways, getting back to what I was saying, and I go off on these little avenues, Whatever, wherever this place is, they are experiencing Some of the same things that we are. Obviously, because I saw these little shops closed. I saw what once was a big department store now taken over by this big uh, tool store. You know, like a big warehouse where they sold generators and lawnmowers and all kinds of tools and things like this. And that is the main thing that struck me after a while. You know, I got up and after when I got up in the morning and I was thinking about it, and I said, Well, we're, wherever this place is, they are experiencing like the same kind of things that we are. We are not the only realm that is, um, in a way, you know, we're in a bit of a decline right now. And um, so are they. So that leads me to believe that there are others that are in a decline as well. Very, very similar to what we are experiencing. So, it's like we are separate. We are separate universes, separate realms. But there is still a very... I mean, we are all very, very similar, and somehow we are all connected in some way. Maybe it's because of the proximity. Just because we can't see this with our eyes doesn't mean that it's far away from us. It's It could be like the very next layer. I mean the thing that separates us we cannot see but i personally don't believe that it is far from us i don't believe that we have to get into like a a spaceship and or whatever and travel to somewhere else to experience this realm or or any of them i believe that there are and we spoke about this before, how many different dimensions there are. And they're all very close. So that is something that I wanted to share with you. And I I know that what I'm saying, I am pretty confident that what I'm saying is actually correct. Because I just... Um, For one thing, I don't think about this. And in a few months, it's like, uh, I just, I don't forget about the experience. But I don't think about, like, these places. The particular one that I'm describing to you right now, I'm going to say I haven't been there, oh, man, probably since... uh, maybe 2007, something like that. So this is not something that occurs all the time. This is something that is spaced, these experiences. Even though I might have a few different places that are familiar to me, I don't go there all the time. And I never know when it's going to happen. And I also do not think about these. And people may say, well, it's in your subconscious. This is true. But so are a lot of other things in my subconscious. And I never dream about them. So, I don't know, guys. I just wanted to share that with you. I, and, and, and the main reason that I wanted to Share this, and why I told the other you know experiences before I got to this one is because um I wanted to also let you know that this is not the only place that I have traveled to and that I see and I know how like I know how to get there, I know how to get back because I've been there so many times I mean after five times, even though in a span of maybe uh, twenty years or more, you get kind of a little bit familiarized. Okay. Okay. So um, let me see what else. Okay, this is something now I want to share with you. That someone was uh, telling me that when she was young, they used to go to her grandmother's house. Her grandparents lived in Arkansas out in the country. This is probably let me see, judging by her age, this probably was like in the 1960s. Okay, so it's been a while. She said that they're not sure, okay? This is all hearsay. She said they Her family all believed that her grandmother used to um, do like some sort of magic that she said it like my grandmother was a witch. And it was pretty much like common knowledge with the family, but no one could ever prove it. No one could ever really come out and say, okay, we know you're doing black magic or whatever it is, whatever kind of magic you're doing but someone must have seen something at one time. So things would always go missing, but only when other family members were there. Things wouldn't go missing at her grandmother's house unless there were visitors. That's what I'm trying to say. She said that her grandmother's uh Had some rings that went missing and uh, things would be moved around like if company would stir something up to start acting out, okay? And once when her grandmother passed away and they went to the house and they had to start going through things and all of this stuff, she said, some of the belongings that her grandmother had were found in the strangest places. She said, um, I don't know if my grandmother put them there or if they just ended up there somehow because of the activity that was happening in the house. Her grandmother did not have any type of Mental handicaps. I mean, she did not have dementia. She did not have anything like that. So it's not like she would um, go and put some of her necklaces in a plastic bread bag and put them in the toilet tank. But yet, that's the kind of stuff that they found. The only reason that they... knew that something was wrong is because someone went to go flush the toilet and I guess it was running and running. So they opened the, you know, they opened the tank to stop it from running. And that's when they found the bread bag. They picked that bread bag up and there was jewelry in it, necklaces. Now she wasn't hiding her good jewelry in the toilet tank because it was costume jewelry. Not only was it costume jewelry, but no one knows where it came from because it was not her grandmother's. She said no one had ever seen that particular jewelry before. So they all started talking about these things, you know, and how they were finding things in the strangest places. There were like a pair of shoes hanging from like some kind of a string up in her chimney things like this I mean who does that not only that but they could not figure out how somebody because the string was attached way up in the in the chimney towards the top so it's almost like somebody would had to get got up on the roof somehow and then used a ladder or whatever and uh dangle those shoes down from a string, So no one could understand how all of this stuff was happening. And the worst part about this is that there was no sound. She's like, you know, it's not like we could hear anything happening, but everything was so quiet. And then these things would be found in the strangest places. And it was just plain old creepy. So they went ahead, you know, the family, they're clearing the place out. They just wanted to hurry up before they found anything else in a strange spot. They just wanted to put that house on the market. Forget about the whole deal. They were, of course, okay, they were going to um, put new carpet in. And that's when they found. Now, she says it was not a pentagram. She said it was like a drawing of what looked to be a uh, demon. And she said it wasn't until she saw the Baphomet that she realized that that is what was drawn underneath the carpet when it was pulled up. She said, I remember it looked like it was drawn in black crayon. And she was really young. She didn't know what it was that she was looking at, but she knew that it she, she said, you know, it kind of looked like a like a devil, it kind of looked like a goat, it kind of looked like, you know, this and that. But when she saw the back of me, she said, Hey, that looks like that thing that I saw at my grandma's house all those years ago. Once that was discovered and they scrubbed it away and they, you know, did all this stuff to get rid of it and so on, she said, I saw my aunt go to sit down at the table because they were going to have something to eat. And the chair was pulled out from underneath her aunt and there was no one standing there to do it. But it was pulled out so fast and in a way that her aunt could have, like, sat on the floor, like, with a thud, okay? So, it was trying to hurt someone. I, um, I don't know. I mean, I... I don't know her family, I don't know her grandmother. All I know is what she was uh, saying. But also I mean back in the in the 50s and 60s when people would carpet their houses, these people would have that same carpet in their houses for like 20 years. 30 years, 40 years, they would not change the carpet. I knew people recently who they had the original carpet in their house. One of my coworkers, her dad had this house. They had it for like since the 70s. And then he passed away recently. And the first thing they did was pull at that carpet. She said, That carpet was the original carpet from the 1970s. So, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, guys, but I'm just thinking that what could have happened is that grandma got a bum rap, okay? Because as far as she knows, she's like, I can't say for sure, but I would like to say that that carpet was there when my grandmother first got the house because she was thinking who would have had time to do that that's the same carpet that i remember for ever since i started going to my grandma's house so what could have happened are the original owners or whoever it was who put that carpet down could have been doing something could have been engaging in something opened up a door that they either couldn't or didn't, for whatever reason, close. And then that's why all this shit, excuse me, that's why all this stuff started happening and kind of dragged, either dragged her grandma into it or grandma didn't have anything to do with it at all. Because it seemed like maybe this force wanted no visitors because that's the only time when activity would happen is when visitors were around and in the house. So I would, you know, I mean, I have to caution certain people from just going with the narrative. Just because certain things started happening with her in the house or whatever doesn't mean that she's the one who was doing it or brought anything in. It could have already been there. So, um, yeah, that that's a strange, that is a strange one. Okay, now this next thing, once again, was um, given to me by someone who was, uh, once again, very, very credible. No nonsense, down to earth. But I'm going to tell you, when... I first heard this, I started to, like, I was waiting for the, nah, not really, I'm just messing with you type of thing, okay? Because I couldn't, I mean, in my wildest imagination, this was pretty, pretty shocking to me, and it takes a uh, quite a bit to shock me. I'm not saying that it was the creepiest thing I've ever heard, but it was a bit shocking nevertheless, Okay. But in a, I don't know, okay, this is, you guys have to figure this out, how this makes you feel, you know, because personally, I don't, I don't know, but it didn't happen to me. So maybe if it did happen to me, I would feel differently. I would feel like, oh no, that was creepy. But to me, it's mysterious. I, I don't really find it creepy. I find it really, really interesting. And um, can't figure out what would cause this. So let me just tell you the story. Okay. So, so many years ago, maybe about eight years ago, this person was it that he said this person and one of his friends who was a female okay were outside I believe they had come back from going to the movies and going to dinner and it was a really nice evening so they were sitting outside and he said We were sitting outside, he brought some chairs out, they were in the front yard. They put the chairs on the lawn and they were just out there talking. And he said, it was probably about 2 a.m. He said, but you couldn't believe the weather. It was just perfect, just warm enough. He said, you didn't need a sweater, but it wasn't hot. There was no breeze. He said it was like one of these perfect evenings. Now, this did happen in California. It happened in Southern California in a city that I'm not going to mention, okay? But um, it's kind of, okay, I will say this. It was a city in L.A. County, all right? So he said, all of a sudden, he saw like these butterflies. And he said, They were like so far above our heads. He said, but they weren't real high in the sky. He said, if I would have had a broomstick, I would have been able to like, you know, like touch them. So he and he said, but the colors of these butterflies were very bright. And it was at night. It's like 2 a.m. So they stopped talking. And they're just looking at these butterflies. And he said there were maybe like, they were kind of like scattered here and there. Not a whole bunch of them, but, you know, they're just kind of scattered. So he's like, you know, we really didn't think too much of it. Yeah, they were bright, but, you know, he said they weren't like lit up. Nothing like that. But then he said these little bright tiny dots started coming by. And he said they were kind of like rolling by us, like they were in some sort of a parade. So the butterflies, they were kind of scattered, but they were all going by. He said like they were going coming towards us and then they would just roll by really slowly and just Flapping around up there, then these little tiny dots of light. He said they looked like little tiny, like eraser tips almost, but they were very bright. The same thing, those things were scattered and they were like, he said, if they were as if they were in some kind of a uh, people mover type of deal in the sky. So those rolled on by. He said, we could look straight ahead at that point and they could see more things that were coming towards them, coming by. Different shapes, different sizes, but nothing bigger than about eight inches. So in the middle of all of this, he said there's something that's a little bit bigger now coming by. It was about, the, he was showing me with his hands. So this thing must have been maybe about nine inches that he's showing me like how big it was with his hands. He says, okay, so it was about this big and it was shaped like, kind of like a lantern. Now it's coming towards them slowly also. Inside that lantern, he said there was no like light coming from anywhere. And this thing was not lit up, but somehow it was like there was a light from somewhere shining on this thing, lantern looking thing. He said, you know, like the, the playing cards, like the, you're going to play poker and things like that. And some of those cards have like queen of hearts and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. He said, okay, inside the lantern was this thing that looked like the queen of hearts. And it was like this thing was talking because this thing was a little bit lower and its mouth was moving like it was talking, but they couldn't hear it saying anything. And he said, to this day, I cannot tell anyone. You are the only person that I have told this to So he said the lantern looking thing was glassed looking, you know, because it was completely see-through from all sides. Like this thing was encased in glass and it's rolling on by just like all the others and its mouth is moving. He's like, it looked like it was a queen of hearts. Its mouth was moving like it was talking. We couldn't hear it saying a word. And then he decided that whatever this phenomenon in is that is happening here that we are witnessing that thing is the queen for and i don't know what that meant he doesn't even know like the but the queen of what so he said he stood up and he said he was not scared he he was like What in the heck is this? But he wasn't scared. And so at that point, when the thing was almost over their heads, he stood up and he started waving his right hand in the air. And he started saying, go away, go away, like that. Because there were more things coming. But all of them smaller than that Queen of Hearts thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? He's like, I'm telling you, this happened. He's like, we came back from dinner. He's like, we weren't all drunk out there. We weren't smoking anything. We don't do drugs. And then he said, as soon as he started saying, go away, out loud, go away. And waving his hand. He said that the other things that were coming towards them started getting dimmer. And dimmer. And then everything finally went away. He sat back down and he looked at his his friend and he said, "Did you see that?" And she said, "Yes. What was it? What just happened? What did we see? Was it something out of alien spacecraft? She's the one who said to him, it was like some sort of a parade. What does that sound like to you guys? I mean, if I would have heard this story from certain people, I just would have said, okay, like, you must have been, like, you know, what, did you have a tab of acid or something like that? Because that just sounds like a trip, okay? But I know this person well enough to know that he was not tripping. He doesn't do and hasn't done stuff like that. He's a business owner as a matter of fact and he has been for many many years. Not that that means anything, you know, like business owners can't be shisty, but he is not. And he is a very Christian man. Once again, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that that makes him holier than, or anything like that, but I believe this story. Something like this would be very, very difficult to make up. What do you think about this? I... Have been thinking about it ever since, and when did he tell me this story? I learned of this story maybe three days ago, something like that. I mean, think about this, and when he's telling me that he stood up and was doing that, and then I was i I, I said, did you? Did you say in Jesus' name, go away? Did you re- re- rebuke it? Did you and he said no? He said, for whatever reason, when this was happening, it's like he said, it's like I lost all of my knowledge for for a couple minutes. But the reason that he stood up and did that, he said, is because he was getting angry. Not that this thing, this phenomenon seemed to scare him so much, but he was getting angry and it was like he couldn't believe what he was seeing for one thing and he could see more and more coming like in in the distance. And he was just like, no, we're we're not doing this. Whatever this is, we're not doing it. He said at some point... I would hope that my, you know, I could have uh, got it together and then pray. But at that moment, he said, that's, a, I just reacted. Very strange. Um, once again, I did not witness this. So I can, I could sit here all day and say, oh, no, that wasn't creepy, blah, blah, blah. Had I witnessed it, though, I may feel differently. And when I think about something animated in that glass case or whatever the heck it was, moving its mouth like it was talking, ugh, okay, that part creepy. But the rest of it, I I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it. I don't. I don't get the whole moral of the story if there was one what in the heck this phenomenon was but i gotta tell you i've never heard anything even close to this so i just i just wanted to share this with you you have to uh, come to your own conclusions what do you think this could have been what do you think it probably was it seemed that uh It was, of course, an uh, attempt to frighten. But, yeah, I mean, I'm at a loss for words about this one. Anyways, that's all I've got for today, guys. Um, I have to go regroup now. (laughs) I'm going to try to be back on Sunday with some more stuff. And um, I have a couple of more things that I... Really want to share with you, and um, it's not like this story, but there, maybe there is an itty bit, no, I can't even say that, there's nothing like this story, no, but um, anyways, I'm going to bring up some interesting things and um, that have been shared with me that people have encountered and so on. So I want to just thank all of you for joining me on this walk. Some of these things that I have to share with you guys, I would not want to be walking alone. And um, so it's always better when we walk in a group. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I hope that some of the things that I brought forward to you guys were interesting and maybe even a little bit creepy. Okay. Give us some things to think about some, um, some things that maybe we can work out and, you know, see what we think, what we feel about these things, these experiences. And there is so much more that we are going to get into as we go forward. So anyways, once again, I thank all of you. Have a great rest of your Friday, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I don't know about that green beer, guys. Um, I think I'm I'm gonna pass. I have a busy day tomorrow at work. I'll be talking again soon. Ciao.